get Cody in there. Is Cody dead? No. No, he just left. And oh, we never that's saw right. Him again. Yeah. I forgot he was in an episode last season. Yeah. And we're like, that I hope he's not too. dead. Him and Rampart and Tech are all hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're having pina coladas somewhere on a beach. And they're singing the song. Yeah. God, good for them. <laughs> Wish that was me. <laughs> Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Batch. I'm Julia. And I'm Becca. We're best friends and lifelong Star Wars fans, and this is a Star Wars The Bad Batch fan cast. This time we're on the fourth episode of season yep. three, which is called A Different Approach. I I had a great time with this episode. This, I, like, no notes. I don't have any notes. <laughs> Just here to say it's really good. Yeah, no, it's like, I mean, it's kind of exactly what we wanted. I mean, I would say the, and we can get into this. We can just jump right in. Yeah. The only note I would have is I am surprised that they reunited at the end. I kind of am, but also I think that like we're setting up so much stuff with Hemlock and like, yeah, I think it would have been wasted time just like being like when are they gonna get back together like if yeah. they wait till mid-season or something i mean obviously we still haven't seen echo and rex so i don't know what they're up to but i mean they're obviously not in like you know mortal danger yeah. at the moment no probably. that's definitely fair it is it's one of those things where it's like if it were season two yes it would have made a lot more sense and i feel like you could have built a lot of tension to an eventual like really good reunion yeah but it's season three so it's definitely like a no time wasted which i do appreciate i feel like Again, not shitting on the last season, but like it felt like there was it, wasted time. It just didn't have as strong of a direction. It it had good moments, but yeah, it, it just didn't have as strong of a direction. Um, like we were kind of floating in space a little bit. And this this season is like, nope, nope, we got our direction yeah, I, so far and we are fucking bolting towards yeah, it. I, and I appreciate it because I feel like we're kind of, for the most part, returning to what we kind of had pace-wise in the first season, where, yeah. like, again, I'll remind you, there were some, like, bottle episodes, standalone type of stuff oh, in the I'm first season. Oh, and I'm expecting yeah. some bottle episodes I mean, we had, here. like, the Trace and Rafa Martez episode, mm-hmm. and we had um, Malfeast, obviously. Um, but, yeah, no, I liked that this one, once again, was, like, it kind of was a bottle episode. It was, like, but it still was plot-related. Mm-hmm. It was just sort of, like, I, I don't know. I thought it was good in in where in my brain we are in the whole rest of the plot line i feel like this was like a necessary thing oh yeah i mean no, i think this episode was like 90 percent plot yeah as far as like it it i mean it pushed the plot forward yeah which is completely. like i think in my mind is like the goal that i want at the end of every episode is like did you push the plot forward even if it's a small way yeah or i mean in this episode is a very like character focused way yeah uh i i appreciate that also i feel like again we haven't we did not see that much of crosshair the last season so i think we kind of need some time to like like he needs to learn some stuff Mm -hmm. i think Mm -hmm. on the sort of since we've like crested his sort of character arc yeah i i'm such a big fan of how this episode ended i mean the reunion was really sweet and then like i love that they're like gotta wait till next week to figure out like what's going on because it seems like Hunter and Wrecker are upset with like him. Like paced, yeah. And I'm wondering, there's like a billion reasons they could be. I mean, obviously they haven't seen him since Kamino was destroyed. Yeah. Uh, so like by and large, they've been kind of out of their way, but like, um, you know, they were trying to rescue him. Uh, that's why 
Are you talking about the end of the last season? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they were just like, oh, we haven't thought about Crosshair in a while. Like, the, that's why they, that's why Tech is no longer with us at the moment. I'm still hoping. Yeah. I kind of, yeah. <laughs> Once again, I'm asking where Tech is. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Bernie. Um, <laughs> thank you, you, for making great meme oh, content for me to enjoy. Um, I like to laugh at myself. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah. I forgot what I was saying, but God, this episode was really good. <laughs> well, the, yeah, I mean, we can, and we can talk a, about stuff at the end, at the end, um, if we want to jump into kind of plot related things, but. I mean, this was a, a, a largely character oriented. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there was, still, I don't know. It's just very balanced. There's still action, but um, yeah, like you said, we are seeing Crosshair kind of like up close for the first time being as sort of his new good guy role of like he's not he's not i guess sort of maybe his unemployed role i'll say because oh, yeah. he's still not he's still kind of like which like i mean it tracks that he wants to be very practical and very like we need to leave like it's bad that we are still here and like you know i don't really care that the dog got got <laughs> <laughs> you know i feel um, like he's kind of in like a forced retirement and he's like having to come <laughs> to terms with that um yeah i mean it, it's yeah okay we'll talk we'll talk about it later yeah, but, yeah. um well, we can jump in. Um, yeah. I like that this episode picked up right where the last one ended. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. When I was either waking up this morning or going to sleep last night, I was thinking about what this episode was going to be, which is a totally normal thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I feel like it's going to be a Crosshair and Omega episode. But also, what if it's just like a Hunter and Wrecker episode? What if it's just completely just yeah. kind of a left turn? I was like, I think I'd be a little disappointed if it was that right now. It just feels like. I don't know, again, like a little bit like wasted time if that was the focus. But uh, so I'm glad that it picked up right where it did. No, I think it would have been weird if we had started off this season with like Crosshair and Omega, Hunter and Wrecker, Crosshair and Omega, Hunter and Wrecker. <laughs> Very- like, especially since like we, we have, there's still a mystery of what exactly this Project Necromancer is. Yeah. But not enough to be like, I'm, it really, really need to unravel that right now before we get to like. Yeah where we are in the relationship between Omega and Crosshair and what Crosshair's like now that he's out. And like, you know, uh, Omega is largely the same. Um, maybe perhaps she is more confident in herself. And we see that in like spades in spades in this episode. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. No, I, I really like that. Um, I don't, yeah sorry sorry no just i piggybacking off of what I just said. Um, I think you really, you see it literally as the episode starts, like, Omega is so confident in how to use ships. Yeah. She's like, she knows what she is doing. And I think Crosshair, I was kind of expecting Crosshair to want to take the the reins a yeah. little bit. And I'm really surprised that he doesn't. Like, I, I think maybe he, uh, he either has grown in confidence with her, just like having her come and talk to him every day. Like he's kind of maybe realizing that this really isn't like a little kid. She's, she knows her shit. Yeah. And like, maybe he misses working with a team or maybe he's like, just that's his default, (laughs) even though like he's kind of wanted to be the leader of stuff and like be the head honcho for since season one. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was like kind of like the most interesting part i mean like overall and we'll get to characters over the course of this whole fucking episode but it's like i was just like genuinely surprised at how crosshair acted because i think it was like refreshingly different than what 
obviously we've seen of him but like also like what i expected and like i feel like yeah even in the first scene i was like thinking to myself i'm like honestly it's kind of surprising to me that omega is like you know i got i got piloting the ship but it's like well yeah she was taught how to do that like we've Mm -hmm. seen her fly ships before to like various degrees of like tech made her memorize the whole the whole dang ship the whole manual and like know all of the specs and everything like she knows her shit yeah it's just like i don't know it's it was a very much a a feeling and i think we expressed this a lot last season where it's like a, a lot of last season felt like omega growing up and i feel like this was kind of the moment where i realized i was like oh she is grown up yeah like this whole episode very much felt like that to me and it was just like kind of like you know of reaping the rewards like sowing the fruits of your labor like it just like felt like oh this makes sense you know and it was mm-hmm. like there was a moment of like oh really and i was like oh yeah yeah of course of course she knows how to do all this shit of course she's like confident and like you know self-assured and like cool under pressure because yeah. she was raised by essentially by people who like taught her how to do that and i was like wow this is like this is a really good feeling (laughs) i feel like they handle it so well too because i think in a lot of star wars properties it's like wow you're the chosen one and then like a month later they're like wow you're the best guy you're the best lightsaber (laughs) guy ever good at everything which like it's you know (laughs) the force is kind of always gonna be like this like deus ex machina a little bit and like you know it's this a whole magical kind of concept to that but I think it's really nice to see how she's grown. Like, it's not just like, oh, they rescued her and then all of a sudden she's really good at all this shit. Yeah. Like, we got to see her growing and learning and... Yeah, and failing. It's like, and failing, yeah. yeah. That's important, too. Yeah. Um, Like, I think that, by and large, this, the second season did really well. Uh, We got to see her kind of in transition and learning yeah you know um in school if you will <laughs> yeah i mean like i mean that's literally in the very for the the first episode of yeah. the second season is a, yeah. a mention of that right exactly but yeah i will say that is something that i think came out well from the second season mm-hmm. not that it's all bad obviously i just think it was kind of all over the place but yeah, i think it's safe to say it, it lacked a, a strong direction yeah um it felt a little aimless at parts yeah um but but you know back to your point i feel like <laughs> Star Wars is kind of like a franchise of like uh, Mary Sue's all the yeah. time. Oh like, yeah, all the time. Yeah, uh, whatever the <laughs> the boy version of that is. Billy Sue. I don't know. Bill. It's Billy now. Um, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it, this show lacks any of that kind of like I don't know cheap. Or I don't know. Just like stuff that we did in the past, where it's like our main character has to be like the coolest, bestest yeah. guy ever. Yeah. And now we just get like uh, what effectively feels like good like whole people. Yeah, I, I, which is like harder to pull off than I think a lot of people understand. Because yeah. like you know you have to have the, they be, have to be flawed but not too flawed. And yeah. Then, like if you have an ensemble cast like we're working with, you kind of have to balance a lot of personalities out. You can't have repeat people. You can't have yeah. You, you know it all has to be cohesive and come together and yeah sort of congeal. Which is I think always been the kind of like interesting challenge of this show specifically is that you have like I mean at least in the first episode uh, season you had what like five main characters yeah. that were all voiced by the same person <laughs> yeah. and it's like how do you differentiate I mean aesthetically uh, like you know uh, their voices and what they look like and how they act and all this stuff yeah. and I feel like as this show has gone on we've done that better mm-hmm. like they've just grown as people to be different people i constantly and this is completely a compliment i constantly <laughs> forget that they're all voiced by the same guy it's wild which to is me. like i don't know d really baker does some really fucking good work uh and i again this is a compliment he disappears in like yeah 
this which is what you want because right you don't want to be like oh that's that actor like that's this like constantly. i just it's like he has become these characters yeah, completely absolutely. it's wild mm-hmm. like it's just so wild to me to think about like he's ev- he's every guy like he's all he's all of them all except guys. for like a couple yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is like i'm such a fucking accomplishment where it's like his I'm sure on IMDb, the amount of characters he voiced in Clone Wars is like eight years long. Yeah, for sure. He's uh, incredible. But right yeah. up there with the guy who voices Pacer. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even remember what name, his name is. Anyway. Um, it's a really topical reference. <laughs> I will say, yeah. related to the Pacer comment, um, yeah. I did really like this um, this town that we're introduced to, which they oh, don't yeah. say the name of until the end. Yeah. And I don't remember what it is. It's okay. Um, it's a cool town. I, I mean, one of my favorite parts of this show is being introduced to different places and like yeah. they are somehow able to like flesh them out so well and they're all very different yeah. but also they have the same vibe uh of like the empire's here like it kind of sucks like, yeah i like i mean i'm just such a fan of like sad grunge town yeah it's sad grunge town and i love that when they get there it's like there's like a couple of like establishing shots of just like you know people and things and places and like we see stormtroopers and i love that we see stormtroopers of different types mm-hmm. um and we have those ones with like the cool ponchos and goggles on yeah we which, get to have a little bit of a different uniform here yeah which you rightly commented they look a lot like ncr rangers they just kept looking more like ncr they rangers did the which is went on. i'm a sucker for um <laughs> it's a good design yeah and it's just like i don't know i just really i feel like i'm always like immediately endeared to these places and it yeah. and it felt different enough from ormantel that yeah. i was like not like ever confused yeah uh it just I, was like, oh, yeah, another shitty town because of the Empire. I like, too, that, like, what set it aside from Ord Mentel, I mean, besides looking com- almost completely different, yeah. like, but it was still kind of this grungy little city, is you have, like, um, uh, it's cold. Like, yeah. you, you have the weather, and you can tell that because the other, um, bre- you can see their breath. Yeah. And, like, it, I, I think it that. even, I mean, we just talked about this, but it, like, adds to the, why these stormtroopers would be wearing little coats or something. Like, yeah. You know, They're little coats. It's a little cold. Yeah. yeah. No, I really, I was thinking about that when we were watching the episode where it's like, I don't even remember an episode of any Star Wars animated thing where like we had their breath, like the sort of like, no. almost, like weather effects and like the fact that it was like windy and it was very like gray. Like it was just, I don't know. I think it's details like that that put things over the edge of like, it just felt like real and interesting yeah. and good. It's even like uh, we were, we've been watching through uh, chronologically uh through clone wars and <laughs> we recently i mean it doesn't been that recent but we watched the trespasser episode trespass um, trespass sorry not the dlc for dragon age correct um <laughs> that takes place on a uh a winter world a snowy yeah a snowy world um but i don't even think of that one you see their their I breath. think maybe a little bit but just not the whole yeah. time um and also there's just such a difference to like winter in like the wind the like the the wilderness like in the tundra where it's like beautiful and you know snowy versus like it's winter here or it's just very cold here and it's like gray like you said it's no i feel like it adds a level of like this just sucks you know it's it's the january feeling of like being in an urban place and everything is gray and it's cold and miserable (laughs) yeah they did it well yeah so good do we want to talk about... We don't really learn that much. We get a couple hemlock scenes in this episode. Yeah. But by and large, uh, we don't learn that much. No. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I feel like when we watch stuff, we talk a lot about the concept of communicating information that's already been communicated to mm-hmm. us. And I I feel like now I'm always on the lookout for stuff like that because like, I, the, the, the information that Hemlock shares with Nala say is... 
uh, Omega left with crosshair, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, that's surprising." She said, "Oh, wow, that sucks." Yeah, she's for not you. acting super well. She's like, "Huh, weird, huh, um, strange." <laughs> I wonder how never she did that. Could have guessed that one. <laughs> um, uh, which presumably, like, this is being done. I mean, he's trying to like figure out, suss out the situation. Presumably. Yeah. It's really interesting, though, that it's like, of course, we know this information. She knows this information because she's the one who let her go. So mm-hmm. it's like, what's the point of sharing yeah. this? Um, I Again, I guess it's to, like, suss her out and see if she, how guilty she is. But, like, it's interesting that that doesn't really come into play the rest of the episode. Yeah. Or at this point This in time. being a, a very character-driven episode, I mean, I wondered, like, I think we're becoming a little more endeared to Nalase, which, like, her character as a whole has been kind of odd in this. Yeah whole series and then like when she's in season seven of the clone wars i believe yeah season six are you talking about with the chips Mm -hmm. uh that might be six uh yeah okay so one of those yeah um we haven't gotten there yet um in our (laughs) rewatch rewatch it's been a while um but like she kind of starts off like in her uh you know debut episodes being kind of like uh, um an unsympathetic character and She's the one who's kind of like really gung ho with the whole inhibitor chip thing. Like, she, we, there's not a lot of sympathy for her. We don't really care about her. She's a little bit of a side character. And then, I mean, she's still a side character now, but I like that we've had this change in like that she really seems to care about Omega. It's like, it's not that like she, I mean, she probably also doesn't like the Empire, but like, I that's not her motivating feature. Like, yeah. when she talks to Omega and is like, you have to leave, she's like, you're going to be in danger, not like, there's going to be consequences if they find your blood, like they're going to do something bad with it or something. But yeah. she doesn't say that. She she's says, not like altruistic. It's meaning like she's not doing it. Like she's not making Omega go because she's like worried that the empire is going to like. Oh yeah. For the greater good. Yeah. yeah like no. for the greater good. She likes Omega and she wants her to be yeah. safe. I mean, that's also why she hires um, Fennec in the first place to That's keep right. Cat Bane away from her. Um, but yeah. Uh, interesting that we're bringing her back. I think maybe she's going to be obviously like a bigger part of this season yeah um i also like that she's hedging with him she's like oh it was like an anomaly that her blood was positive yeah she's like really trying to cover which like obviously he's seeing through yeah okay yeah. but it's like it, it is interesting that like what this is telling us about her character is that she is for the sake of omega gonna put herself in danger which yeah is, like a lot more than we've seen of her previously yeah i think it also is just like strengthening the idea that like hemlock hemlock will have omega back like yeah he's not fucking around yeah i was here. gonna say at the end of this conversation he is speaking in like de- definite terms yeah. right like definitively he's like well we're gonna get her back yeah. so yeah doesn't fucking matter um I was but, like yeah but she's kind of an alisa becomes kind of in in jeopardy so yeah i wonder i mean given that at the end of this episode or like somewhere somewhere around that like omega basically communicates that like she wants to go back for the other prisoners which i honestly didn't i mean it seems stupid to not see coming but i was like oh yeah okay i when she first said it i was like oh do you want to go back and like destroy the yeah uh, the project or something i i love that like what we're like really hammering home here is it's like it's about the people it's a it's not necessarily about the greater good which like again not that they're not into but it's about the people we don't leave people behind and like you know they have brothers yeah i like that at the top of the episode we're hammering that home yeah and and then it's the whole episode yeah yeah i mean so the whole sort of conceit of this episode comes up pretty quickly too Mm -hmm. which is we need money they waste no time yeah Yeah. which i love right and i and i loved this interaction at the spaceport because it's kind of our first 
well, one of our first, no, it is our first realization that Crosshair is like kind of just letting Omega take point on he's a the lot muscle. of this. Like yeah. he's there for the guns and the muscle. That's like his job is what he did. But I love that it really doesn't take all that much to be like, no, 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 no I'm going to do it my way. And I, I kind of really like that. Yeah. And I love that we get to see Omega being like a little crime baby again because I, I just She's so love, smooth. As I think I said in a previous one of our episodes, the theme of crime, like I just love it. Yeah. I just love crime theme episodes. Especially in Star Wars. I think it holds a special yeah. place in our hearts. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I, I loved this and I love that she is so like she doesn't start confident in this like smooth talking sort of situation but i love that she still is like able to get her point across and she like knows kind of what to say yeah as though sid or someone has taught her like if yeah. you want to bribe a city official it would definitely be something that i think like everyone else would be on a mission or something and just be omega left behind and so it'd be like okay let grandma teach you about how to bribe a city official she's like okay should i take notes she's like no you're not a nerd step one <laughs> approach smooth <laughs> don't scare him off like it's it's so good like even though she kind of doesn't like what i would call she kind of fails that speech check where they're like okay bring me like a bunch of money yeah She's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, she dag, doesn't okay she like passes the speech check but fails the like bribe persuasion persuade, check, yeah. yeah um to put it into D D terms for everybody <laughs> just video game mechanics yeah no but that was a really funny bit i also <laughs> again i just i love the crossers like He's like, I have one idea on how to do this. And if and you're not going to let me do that, um, then you figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I, I just, I like it. I like it a lot, you know? And I, and again, the kind of like original, I don't know, the setup for this episode and that we get to it so quickly and that it's this, that is like, we have manufactured a situation where these two people who are so different, have completely different ideologies, have to figure out how to get along yeah. and work with each other. Yeah. And it just like, it plays off really well. I really like it. It is very good. And I like that we get to the, um, which like, I think we we both saw this coming. Yeah. Where she's like, I know how to make money. And so they go into the bar and she starts like trying to basically hustle people. Yeah. Which like, I am so happy this came back. To be fair, I think in the, it's the first season. Yeah, it is the first season. Um, they're playing the the digital chess one, yeah. which is Dejeric or whatever. Sure. This they're playing Sabak now, which is the card game. But I like that. Essentially, that means that Omega is just like really good at playing like space. Well, she's good at strategy. Yeah, like, like that's what it, that whole episode or that bit of yeah. that episode where she's playing Dejeric, like that's why she was so good at it because she's good at strategy yeah. i just like i love the thought though that it's like it's not like we saw her playing the same game we see her playing a different game yeah. which kind of assumes that she's really really good at a lot of these games which the, i just love yeah the uh the being very good at strategy carries over to a lot of different yeah. things as long as she knows the rules i think she can yeah do and, it. I, and i love that she can do the sort of like innocent little girl it's act so at the beginning funny, like yeah. i love that it's it's not just i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna be good at this game because it's like part of the hustle is convincing people essentially yeah. to up the pot because they think they're gonna win more money yeah. off of you there's they think the psycho psychological like, manipulation yeah involved it's in the girl boss gatekeep gaslight she's girl bossing she's gatekeeping she's gaslighting that those credits and the city shitty city officials yeah okay so that was see. like kind of a turn that i didn't yeah. see coming Same. i was like i was like surely they're gonna get the money and then like something's gonna happen to it it's gonna then, get like, stolen they're or, gonna something. Have to yeah. or something i like that was scary like i i was like when he came in and was like hustling or not hustling but uh basically stealing from this establishment for like taxes or whatever yeah. um taking their due like i was like oh shit i didn't see this coming this is a little terrifying because that guy sucks first and foremost yeah no he I, I feel like they just like made him just icky yeah yeah 
just wildly icky yeah i feel like they keep upping the ante on that when it comes to like empire dudes yeah like just the uh, idea that like he he wants to play her like obviously i think he probably had a notion that she was someone or something that was important to somebody somewhere um that could be anything but (laughs) 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 um (laughs) but like the idea that like after she beats him he's like oh by the way gambling's illegal and you owe me a fine it's just so like slimy yeah, and like it's sleazy and i love that he, it's worse than just being a criminal yeah like, he's the law but also yeah bad yeah correct a criminal yeah i the the shitty part two of that where she takes the money gets up puts it in her bag yeah. starts to walk away and he's like wait 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 yeah you know like he plays this like kind of weird like innocent like he wants well, you to think you're gonna get away with it like exactly you just won, and then he's like hold on come it's back just, here like, the shitty like manipulative like knows that they have you backed into a mm-hmm. corner type of person where it's like this person is regularly taking advantage of everyone yeah here. they know they hold all the power and they're gonna fucking use it yeah absolutely and it's yeah. just i don't know i feel like again it's like another way to paint the empire that's really interesting because this is in like essentially a small town yeah i mean it's not like i mean it's still a city but like this guy essentially runs this town and like this is the empire being corrupt on like a really different scale than we generally see yeah i mean they're operating like a mob they're paying us yeah. protection money pay us exactly this. and we see them come in and out twice i believe because like before they go into the establishment we see a stormtrooper coming out with a case and that's why i think that she's going to try to steal money from the empire yeah um but then they go in so like they've been here for a while and so like literally yeah. multiple times a day they come in for well, yeah, that's you the know. thing is that when we first see this guy, he's like collecting the, yeah. the dues from this like bartender droid yeah. guy. But that's the second time that that happens in the establishment, I believe. Oh, is it? Because um, we see stormtroopers come out with like a uh, case of money. Yeah, they're just... I think. I could be wrong. But. Yeah. It's it's wild, but it's an interesting way to dis- to establish that. And it's mm-hmm. like, it, again, he's sleazy as fuck, but yeah. he's like a good... He's a good antagonist for this episode. I I was thinking some of this episode brought me back to the boy mine episode mm. and i i don't even remember what that's called <sighs> retrieval oof something like that anyway it doesn't matter because the like moral of that one was like good people can be anywhere i think or like they might just need help being good i don't know it was, that such, was a such a weird, weird episode, episode. <laughs> <laughs> but i like how we're basically like also bad people can be anywhere and like <laughs> Yeah, we're kind of establishing, like, the truth of everything, which is the good people and bad people exist everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I've been waiting for that episode to come in clutch, because I'm like, that was truly, like, what was that episode? You're talking about Boy Mine? Yes. Yeah, I love it, too. Sorry, this is a tangent, but, like, my favorite thing is that those were the two episodes that piggybacked off of the mid-season from last season, from season two. Yeah. Was... Uh, and the first one was so good, right? Because we had that like really great conversation with uh, Omega and Tech where she's like talking about how Echo left and she's like, it feels like you don't even care. care. Yeah. And he's like, you know, don't misunderstand like me being this way for not caring. Like that. What a great conversation. That was a really fun. Like and then they get, we get like, what if taken. it was a mine full of boys? And then the resolution is like their ship got taken okay instead of like finding a new ship or like doing like a stranded episode or something like that it's like what if we found child labor here oh yeah the whole point was that like omega's basically like wow there are other threats out here besides the empire and tech is just like yeah but there's also good people like like us and it's like okay but then like the villain is the empire like it's never come up again like like yeah people suck everywhere I guess I thought of that episode not because it really 
applies here but well, because, because was i was so like it pocket. so doesn't apply anywhere anyway. <laughs> like i think like as we've been going through season three like we're four episodes in we've had a couple of instances like with yeah. roland or with omega's gambling yeah. um <laughs> like you know things that like are coming back up from an earlier season and like a you know a maybe slightly unconnected episode where it's like oh that's fun it's kind of circular you know Things make sense. And then there's Boy Mine. Well, there's Boy Mine and then there's also Entombed, which is maybe my least favorite episode. I think Entombed is my least favorite. At least Boy Mine was like something. <laughs> Sorry. I don't I don't mean to shit all over the second season again. There were really good episodes and on the whole, I like it. You know what was a great episode? Faster. Faster. We can just mention that. I think that's my favorite out of episode or season two. Outpost was really good. Uh, anyway, this is it about the matter. fourth episode of the third season. What are you this talking podcast about? Episode. Um, this is <laughs> simply us going and listing every episode we did and didn't like. Anyway, maybe anyway. one day Boy Mine will come back. <laughs> anyway um <laughs> do you like that sorry did you say the name of the episode it's called retrieval thank you yeah it's not called boy mine <laughs> are you sure <laughs> <laughs> they mine for boys no it's a diamond in the rough um <laughs> they're birthing them down there like orcs. like orcs like yeah. the uruk anyway, we're completely talking about a different episode that we've already talked about um oh anyway. my god anyway so after she you know they walk out of there with the money that they need after paying their dumb illegal gambling fine um and they discover that batcher is has been dog napped mm-hmm. um i this is one of my favorite moments in this season because i think it's just kind of like a i told you so or like kind of like a like i, I bet crosshair is just like fucking you know pinching himself in this episode or this moment because like they discover batcher is gone and crosshair which like i agree with him like if i were in a oh, i'm i am an adult but like <laughs> If I were another adult in this situation, I was with them, I would be like, I'm so sorry. I I know the dog was really great and I love the dog too. But like, if we don't leave, we are going to like, it's going to be really bad news. It's bad news bears. Uh Uh-oh. I would have a really hard time. No, it would be very difficult. But I would be sobbing. If if your first priority is like your safety and the safety of this child that's with you, it's like, I'm sorry, but we have to leave. It sucks. But like... So, like, he's not wrong. Like, he's not incorrect. But, like, she's basically, like... I I love that she's so confident either in her own abilities or that, like, he's going to disappear. He's going to change his mind when she's, like... I, okay fine here take the money yeah i'll make more and i'm gonna go get batcher because it's, it's it's what we do it's just so good like i feel like it's also the thought of like she believes so yes. wholeheartedly in doing the right thing and not leaving anyone behind which is again like it's so fucking great and we we're joking about this when we were watching the episode but like to throw kind of back in the face of crosshair mr yeah. fucking butthurt about mr. being left behind you left me behind yeah and especially it's you left me behind for this kid like that was kind of the whole drive his drive in the first season and it's like okay now you have to like kind of eat your words because this little girl is the only reason that you ever escaped yeah she came back for you yeah and she's she's consistent about that yeah and she and she cares so much about saving the lives of other people and like making sure that they are taken care of and it's like it's like undeniable from her yeah and it's just i this was such a good scene because i love I mean, I love the sort of like the uh, faking you out where they part ways. And I love that he's like, okay, fine. And of course, and of course he comes back. Of course he does. Like, yeah, I I wasn't worried that he would leave. No, absolutely. But it's just, Um, it's it's a great sort of moment with the sort of like, like him being the sort of like curmudgeon-y, extremely practical that shot too, where she's like, I don't fucking have time to waste. So here's your credits. If you want to leave, then leave. Uh, Otherwise, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like he's standing, he like, 
is standing there alone like in this wide shot and then turns around and he kind of like turns back a little bit before it cuts to her but yeah but when he comes back and he's like fine like we'll do this your way i like that he says but my skills are being wasted (laughs) i love that he's being a little whiny baby about it he's being whiny but he's also like he's still very much in that mindset of like i was born and bred for a purpose yeah and like i don't really understand how to operate outside of that yeah um, like he clearly doesn't want to be confined to the empire to like this facility that sucks ass but like you know outside of that he's like what do i do like what do i do like i ha- I know how to shoot good and i know how yeah. to like fight yeah i feel like a-, a lot of this is like like him relinquishing control in these situations and like going along with what she says and i i i don't know i like that he is like kind of every step of the way like relinquishing kind of like another thing where it's like he he needs to have the skills that he has but he also can rely on another person and i just i love that it's like a fucking 11 year old it's great yeah no it's wonderful yeah but obviously they uh they get batcher back i i knew she was gonna open all of the i the car i love the absolute chaos and pandemonium that was that scene like that was so fun Mm -hmm. i feel like that was kind of like like pacing wise throughout this episode i feel like it was it was like obviously not as tense as the last episode i don't think it needed to be um it was still plenty tense like yeah i was gonna say there was definitely like suspense happening with like the thought of like okay like the empire is here we have to like stay pretty like under the radar we have to make sure we're being careful like how are we gonna do this like i think that definitely cultivates like a sort of like i don't know a a tenseness yeah but i like that this is kind of like the i don't know the sort of I the only thing I can think of is like the bottle breaking like it's the mm-hmm. like we kind of had a somewhat steady rhythm and now like it is it is chaos and I love it because I think it was like a little bit more fun too yeah and again I love that we have the kind of like build up of like going along with what Omega wants even though they kind of disagree and then like having it where Omega's like oh you know what actually I think in this moment your your plan is going to be the one that works you know yeah I love that she because she I mean she's used to working in a in a team and like she she knows what he can do it's not uh, yeah unknown to her no yeah. also can we talk about yes. when the imperial a uh, dickwad man yep was like i haven't seen you and your dad around here I'm just i like, love ah, that the first time we get to like she yeah i, I previously it's just been brothers which is fine but like, yeah. i love this like seeing them as father and daughter it's very good yeah i really i don't know it's interesting because i i like all of their relationships as like different things and i feel like previously we've only seen like hunter very much mm-hmm. take the sort of fatherly role, fatherly yeah. role sometimes echo but definitely really not tech or wrecker like they're more they're brothers. brotherly like, more brothers, yeah. and i feel like omega has described crosshair even in the season as her brother right yeah and so yeah i love the just like seeing an older dude but the optics of it yeah yeah and just being like oh that's your dad yeah. and no one and her not being like oh he's actually my brother yeah she's just like yeah no that's yeah. the situation that's my dad that's, yeah. my dad that's my new dad he's really upset <laughs> about everything he's really angry you can't see his face don't look don't at his look tattoo at <laughs> he doesn't like it don't look at me for that matter <laughs> i really also like when imperial dickwad man when he gets et by the big monster i poetic cinema i love the sort of like chaos and stuff happening and then he gets kind of i don't know ends up in front of this cage right and then just kind of like slows down a little bit and you see like pov from the inside of this cage and the door is opening and i'm like oh i'm so excited to see what he gets got by Mm -hmm. and the reverse shot of him just being pulled in by big tentacles and then the door closing is he like pulls the door closed yeah it's, it's really funny. It's he's like, don't so follow good. me. In. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no one needs to see this. Um, I loved that. I just think like the the kind of timing of it was really like fun and comedic. Like they made him so slimy, and like obviously the empire is still very slimy and bad. Like, 
but I like that he personally got his just desserts. Like that was yeah. very fun to see. Yeah, no, it was it was kind of nice that it was like there are dicks everywhere, but sometimes you know karma. It's there's great. something <laughs> super um, satisfying too about it being like nature got him. Like yeah, it was like they didn't like, kill him. Like yeah, they didn't kill him. They didn't like you know tarnish their souls, which like debatable. But like <laughs> I mean, he was shitty to them and yeah, really awful and everyone else. Yeah, but like yeah, they just didn't even have to do anything, and he got he got it yeah no it's it's great and yeah i love the fact that like they can be hands off about it it's like it's like because if they killed him it maybe would have been a little bit too aggressive of a move and maybe that isn't something that like really would have served their characters the fact that again it's like uh like in a way like uh man man v nature where it's just like i thought you were gonna say man versus food every time we talk about this i think (laughs) we're gonna say man versus food (laughs) um where it's like the uncontrollable like in a way it feels kind of karmic where it's like that was supposed to happen because yeah, yeah, we yeah. can't control an animal. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. And just like the running to get the ship. And I was like, of course, they're going to steal a ship. It's classic shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Also, that one stormtrooper <laughs> yeah, that gets, gets fucking blasted. Blown, blasted. <laughs> <laughs> he gets blasted. That was really funny. I love that he's just standing there watching this happen. Like, there was no reason like... that they needed to include that, but it was really <laughs> it was funny. Great. And I'm glad they did. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those. It's one of those little details that I really like. Anything we kind of talked about the end of this episode previously, but anything else to? I mean, there add? is the there's another scene with Hemlock right after they oh, escape. That's right. I don't. Do you want me to pull it up? I don't remember what happened. <laughs> I thought he just like stood there and was like, "Yeah, we'll he's get like, her." <laughs> <laughs> I truly, I think that's what happens. I, I honestly it's nothing, though, like it, groundbreaking. It, it makes it feel though like uh, I maybe at some point would have said that like it was unnecessary, but. I think it's really helping the pacing of like, oh, okay, they're really, they're on their tail. Like, yeah. this is not like a, oh no, they escaped from Camino. What are we going to do? <laughs> like, yeah. They have time. Like, it feels very, like, you guys have to get out of imminent. here. Imminent, yeah. Ex- extremely imminent, which is great. And also very on brand for his character um, yeah. and his sort of go get them attitude. I mean, like, I think along the lines of what we, uh, yeah, he's a real go getter. He's a real, <laughs> he's really an, an it girl. Yeah. Um, I feel like along the lines of what we talked about last week, I think it is like, uh, helping to establish that he is someone to be scared of, yes. which, like, again, previously I was never scared of this man. I would kick him in a trash can if given the opportunity, <laughs> which is a weird thing to say, but it's fine. Um, I feel like he's becoming more of a threat, and I do actually, I, I did like that, especially at the end here, having mm-hmm. a, they're at the crash site, and they literally, Omega and Crosshair literally just left. Yeah. I think that is helping make things kind of, like, I don't know, like, you get that you get a satisfactory ending at the end of this obviously with them reuniting but just the fact where it's like you can never really be like comfortable because they're like that close behind them also i think it says so much that he's himself going to check out the crash yeah like he's not some he's not like rampart who's gonna send somebody to do it yeah he said if you want something done right do it yourself that's what he said yeah that's his, and he's his gonna mantra. be as creepy as possible about yeah. it yeah no i think that's a great point like i just he is someone who is like personally invested in this i think not only because obviously like his job is on the line he doesn't necessarily seem like like in the rampart way like he's like i'm doing this because i want a sick job yeah uh he seems like he's doing this because he well, he's not doing it out of self-preservation or something he's doing it out of devotion yeah he loves the empire yeah he's very like he is you could never convince him that they were no. wrong no because he's like yeah which is like i, I, I love it You're i think right. with rampart i want to be evil do evil science you could convince him and he would not care 
like yeah. because he's like well this is a means to an end for me again yeah he's not passionate about his job he just is like this is how i win life yes hemlock is like i love all this shit you guys are into I'm, i love this stuff. i'm so into yeah he's like <laughs> i want to do it too yeah no, different villains. Again, I'm um, hope hopefully Rampart uh, Charlie Rampart crops up here. Oh my god! And again, can maybe you, can I don't you know. Fucking imagine <laughs> he and Tech are just hanging out. Somewhere. They're like in some weird hell prison, and they're like, "Man, we used to hate each other, but you're actually pretty <laughs> chill." <laughs> I never knew. <laughs> yeah, no, I I definitely like I liked even though in our last episode i did say like i think i kind of like having pov split between episodes instead of in a single episode but Mm -hmm. i think the fact that it was limited to two times that we go away from our main characters like i think it it was good and helped those like b plot storylines progress and like gave us kind of an urgency i don't think it was too much i feel like sometimes we would have too much in previous episodes yeah it got a little muddled i think we're starting off strong here i think it's i don't think it's muddled (laughs) Yep, no, same. Do we want to talk about this last scene? This was interesting to me. I think, first of all, I think the reunion scene was very sweet. I loved the music. Um, the music was amazing. I love that Wrecker's the first one that she sees and he twirls her around and gives her a big hug. I love that she's crying. They're both crying. They're both crying, but you can see, you pointed this out, but you can see the, the, where she, like, she had dirt on her face where the tears like wiped away the dirt. Yeah. And then ugh, I love the line too of like we cross the galaxy four times to find you, and then Hunter shows up and has to have his cool one liner. He's like, "We it's actually it was five. <laughs> and I love that it's like, and you found us. I like, love that. I feel like that's ah. such a sweet point when it comes to like it feels so much like belonging to me and the yeah. fact that like she she isn't the one being saved anymore. Like she's saving them, and she kind of at the whole time has been the one to save them. Yeah, like I think that's just kind of the sweetest fucking thing in the world it is it's so good it the music here also was fucking great and like i just it was really sweet can you imagine being like a parental figure to this child and like you've been fucking searching up and down six months six months trying to get this kid out of fucking prison and they are able to do it themselves yeah and they come find you like i think i would be immeasurably proud so i would be like oh my god that's one of those like we taught her well you know yeah. like where it's like or she's just such a wonderful person she's just such a wonderful child yeah like, <laughs> like she's so special and she's so but not in like a like a oh the special someone but she's just like like she is in and of herself just like a miracle yeah. and like in in their lives has been that in this like bleak gray world yeah of tyranny and oppression like again she really is the heart of this show and she is the hope and like you know but i think they they pulled this off without her being like some ethereal concept like she's still a person she's still like we get to see her fail we get to see her you know get hurt but you know nothing's really she's just constantly getting back up yeah and that's so inspiring and sweet and like i just i don't know anyone who doesn't like this character no she's just so like, I just love that at the end of the day, she's like, I don't know, she's their guiding light, right? Like, she's yeah. just, I don't and know, so good. So, she's guided by their love for her as well. Yeah. Like, it's it, it just, like, it's so cute. They just made, so like, the perfect, like, story of, like, family and love and acceptance, mm-hmm. which I fucking appreciate. Amazing. It's so great. But, yeah, so, like, I love that, too, like, at the end of that, she's like, well, I had help. And, like, Crosser comes out. And I was, I was expecting them to be, like fucking finally yeah i kind of i expected them to be 
happy about it yeah, and yeah. so i guess that was kind of the twist i was surprised by their facial expressions and then i was like i i was watching omega and you can tell that she's kind of like looking at them and looking across her and is like you can kind of see her decide that like the, yeah this is where i want to stand like i'm not uh she's kind of like what's ha- like what's going yeah, on Yeah, i thought that was interesting too that like there was actually like a a significant amount of time where they're all just kind of standing there looking at each other and i i thought how this was gonna go is a classic like we're upset at you but like ah come here you you know we we could never you know we never wanted to leave you like we yeah we could never hate you for that long like you know ah the dog pile you know yeah uh or like in omega being like ah come on you know he helped me. He's our brother. And yeah. then being like, okay. She doesn't say anything. No, the fact that they all just stare at each other. And, and then they she, don't look happy. No, and then she kind of decides. I mean, we she doesn't say anything, right? But the fact that she doesn't say anything is interesting. Like, yeah. she's not trying to, like, bridge the gap there. And also, visually, I love that they're fucking leagues yeah, apart from each other. that last shot of, like, them. Yeah. On that's a sides. that's a real yeah. like learn that shit in art school like obviously so like good. the they're the visual distance is telling the story of like yeah. how emotionally separate they yeah. are but i just like the episode ended and we we're like hey but what are they mad about specifically yeah okay they could be mad about like i don't know. like him just being an asshole the thing is the last time they saw him which if i'm remembering correctly Ooh, is the end of season one the season one series season finale mm-hmm where he helped them but he decided to stay yeah. right even though that they're like hey you should come with us he's like nah i gotta stay because he was like the empire is my but it wasn't like it wasn't a big fight it was no. like for the most part surprisingly amicable like but i guess it was sort of like he he did decide to sort of turn his back completely it wasn't like oh well you tried to kill me so we left it was like i'm looking at you in the eyes and i'm saying no to you yeah Which, so like i get that but also he and he does in that scene like turn around and then when they leave he does a little peek over his shoulder. Like, yeah, I mean, so like he was he never was really like fully in that. Yeah, he just felt like he had to. Yeah. Well, and then you know the the half the half uh, the back end of season two they're trying to rescue him. Yeah, and that's well, so I'm wondering why if like because tech died. Um, <laughs> I love <laughs> that some air quotes for you. Yeah. Um, no, I got it. <laughs> I I refuse. <laughs> It is all reliable. Yeah. Because Tech died, you know, trying to get the homing beacon on Hemlock's ship to see where he is. And, like, obviously Crosshair sent out that, like, communication that was, like, don't... I think it was, like, uh, they're looking for Omega, like... So, like, they could presumably be pissed about the fact that they went to try to help him and then Tech died. That's the only thing. Yeah. That, uh, the other and thing I'm, I could think of. I'm, I mean, we're obviously inching closer to it, and hopefully we'll find out in the next episode. But, like, did Omega tell crosshair about tech i have no idea i was also thinking and have about they that. learned any other i mean obviously they like went back and searched for him because they have his goggles yeah so i don't know do they have extra information that we don't have yet or? yeah i'm interested to see next week the sort of like inevitable super awkward conversation that there is where like crosshair doesn't want to say anything or i don't i don't think they're gonna like leave him behind i don't know they seem pretty pissed i wrote this in our notes but truly it it's anyone's anyone's game it's anyone's game i i don't know it's confusing i'm looking at the wikipedia now and it says that he uses a transmission to say plan 88 which is yeah i remember the tactical code saying that they are being targeted and to hide oh so he didn't send out like hey can you i'm scared yeah yeah like he wasn't saying that but he was like you know 
basically trying to so like I, I'm, I'm they wondering they did have a conversation if I'm remembering correctly about going and getting him yes that was like a whole debate it was it was short but it was a whole debate but I'm 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 like is that would that create this like bad will between them that they would be upset especially on the heels of like wow we got Omega back yeah I feel like they're like <laughs> wow so excited and you think that like again it would be like I mean he didn't help her get here i mean he kind of did in like this pa- this episode you know yeah. they were able to help each other out she fully broke him out but i mean but he was the one who was like don't come back for me you need to get out yeah yeah don't so worry like, about me you know for all intents and purposes he, he did do his damnedest to make sure that she got out of there alive right like he you think you would earn him some points yeah with hunter and wrecker to be like which like i, mean, I helped i guess i don't know that yet but <laughs> yeah also- yeah but it's like she omega does say i had help from crosshair yeah yeah fully <laughs> and you think it would be like okay this warrants i mean it doesn't warrant a conversation they're gonna have a conversation can you imagine if they didn't just, they just did like, not yeah. they said anyway bye <laughs> fuck off man yeah. um no i'm sure they have you know more love in their hearts or whatever <laughs> yeah super interesting i i don't know <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know where the next episode is going besides, like, I guess. I mean, I kind of hope now that, like, we've reunited. I hope that Echo shows up, Echo and Rex. Mm-hmm. But that's just because I really like them. Uh, it would be a nice to have a whole family reunion. Oh, yeah. And I mean whole family reunion. I mean extended All family. Get even ones who are maybe still dead. Get fives in there. Get 99 <laughs> yeah, in there. Get, get Cody a, in get there. Get Cody in there. Is Cody... De- no no he just left oh never that's saw right him again. Yeah. i forgot he was in an episode last season yeah and we're like that i hope he's not too. dead him and rampart and tech are all hanging out <laughs> yeah they're having pina coladas somewhere on a beach. and they're singing the song yeah god good for them <laughs> wish that was me <laughs> yeah okay um do we want to talk about character stuff or do you think we covered i feel it? like we kind of covered it yeah, it's good shit, man. I, I like I said at least three times while we were watching the episode. I love them. They're very good. together. I love them, too. The dynamic is so wonderful. I am such a sucker for like like grumpy. Yes. Curmudgeon. Yeah. And then kind of like fun, love and fun having yeah. rowdy girl. It's really good. <laughs> it's one of the best around. Yeah, it's it's just so great. I'm like, again, I hope the dynamic continues. I'm sure it will. I just think that's like, again, to the point we made earlier, like I think as the seasons go on, those characters are like diversifying themselves more. So now that we have like, like Echo was grumpy in a different way. Yeah, grumpy, but trying to have sort of a joie de vivre. He was like grumpy, but like, I'm not grumpy. I am grumpy. I'm not though. <laughs> He's like, I'm not grumpy. And they're like, Echo. I'm just hungry or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a fixable problem. They're not like, you, you, when you when you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Crosshair is like, like he has no joie de vivre. Like he has no joy. He said, in his I am life. grumpy and I'm specifically mad at you. He's, like he seems like somebody who's like, I'm mean and nasty. <laughs> but like, he's yeah. just like also gonna be like but i'll help you with your homework <laughs> yeah exactly but let me feed the he's dog like new york nice yeah which he is, is to say mean but he'll help you yeah <laughs> i we were also talking about this is like how much you want to bet crosshair is going to be the guy like the typical dad thing where they get a dog <laughs> and then you like the dad like, doesn't i don't want, want the dog yeah it was Stupid like the dog doesn't like the dog and then becomes like the dog's biggest fucking fan mm. is like can't get enough the dog thinks it's so cute like that's definitely crosshair walks the dog feeds the dog loves a dog the dog sleeps on the bed yeah like all of it yeah it's one of those the dog is never going to get on the couch like two <laughs> seconds in dog is on the couch, on the couch head couch. in the lap and yeah. he's like okay no i i'm looking forward to it i hope that's the case yeah very good to see love that love that for him yeah absolutely 
God, yeah, I don't know. I'm really, really, really excited for the next episode. Um, don't know where we're going. I think now that we have this, like, they're out, uh, like, they have some more freedom to do some more things. I wonder what what is going to be on the docket. Because I would like to revisit the conversation that they were having on Pabu of, like, do we help other people? Yeah. Or do we, like, try to shore ourselves up? And, like, you know, family is important to us, obviously, so you know what are we doing obviously omega wants to return to mount tantis um but we'll see i mean i think that's a good there i have a good family discussion about yeah it. no i'm especially <laughs> interested because again like i think now especially if like echo and rex come back like mm-hmm. essentially having we have like a three-way split between like people who want to stay and like settle down we have people who like want to go you know uh, help a greater rebellion we have uh, someone who wants to go back and like break out a bunch of clones and then there's a a dude who fucking hates his life and like doesn't even want to be part of this group probably right now like i think we kind of have like uh, we could have the very internal struggle that Mm -hmm. i think that we wanted last season but didn't really get yeah and I want I want more of that because I think it's like, again, we need to push these characters like they're up against like, you know, a big evil thing. And, you know, things are happening in their lives that they maybe can't control. And then like potentially the extra pressure of like not necessarily agreeing, mm-hmm. having sort of like murmurs within the ranks yeah. of like different directions we could go is like a really interesting. I'm really interested, too, especially now that we're clearly going to spend some more time with Crosshair, like the rest of the batch after season one and like during season one really got to. kind of understand like their role as soldiers that they had come to accept and then like what are they now like they've gone through a lot of that soul searching and like understanding their own identities and deciding for themselves um so much so that the next question was like okay what do we do now like you know we have a understanding of who we are but like you know are, are we first a family or like what does family mean you know is it all of our brothers or is it just us and like can we are we selfish to stay here and you know, try to live our lives as best we can. Like, I'm interested to see Crosshair go through that same journey, but with the added, like, guidance of Omega and of his other brothers, presumably if they, like, you know, stay together, <laughs> which I I think they probably will. I would hope so. Yeah. They just drop him off on a planet, and then they're like, okay, bye. They're like, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm interested to see how that, like, character arc of, like, who am I and what am I doing and, like, you know, what am I for uh the barbie of it all yeah i was gonna say the barbiefication <laughs> um like how that is aided by these other positive characters yeah you know it's really interesting i think there's a lot of there's a really a lot of good potential for like some really sweet healing moments yeah and some really tragic moments as well so yeah no i think definitely too having the characters almost be in like in in different places yeah. right in their life journey too yeah. is like a potential potentially interesting point of tension but also i think one of those things where it's like i saw myself going through this and now i can yeah. help you like it's it's a pluses and minuses and i really i don't know i'm excited about that i'm i'm excited to see how we further the plot now that I feel like we've kind of accomplished a main objective in this episode. Yeah. Because like... It feels like we're kind of wide open here. Yeah, which I think is nerve-wracking to me yeah. because I'm like, don't don't make it a bottle episode. <laughs> <laughs> the next episode. The yeah. next episode is they go back to wherever and they do more rally ra- riot racing. What is it called? Rally racing is the real life thing. I don't know. Remember. Riot racing. Riot racing. Then. They yeah. do more of that, but he with crosshair. He's there. He's doing that. He, he, he yeah. died and got reincarnated. And now he's, now he's just. He crawled his way out of that whatever planet he's, they were on. He's then. Rex Racer. <laughs> he's Rex Racer. He's Racer X. Excuse me. Yeah. He's um, Racer X. I'm he was cultured. Rex Racer. And now- <laughs> hey, Speed Racer is a good movie. Okay. <laughs> it's um, great. But yeah, like it's kind of wild that it's so wide open. Like we have all this 
B plot empire stuff going on with Hemlock who's on their tail but like we don't necessarily have a goal at this moment well, also like now that they've ditched that cargo ship like but I don't know how they're gonna find them no they're they, gonna they've they've eluded him pretty well for now yeah which like and I think if they're like in the Marauder and they're together like it's a, a you know a, a I don't know there's so many people now who yeah. can solve the problem like I feel like it's less I don't know like it feels way less likely that yeah. they'll they'll get them but yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm interested to see. Also kind of nervous unless we start like we almost in the next episode have to introduce the uh, an additional plot line. Exactly. S- yeah. Something has to come back into play yeah. in my oh, opinion. Oh yeah. So I wonder what the back into play is. I'm wondering if like Sid will come back. Yeah. I mean she has to. It would be wild if we just speaking left her. Speaking of Barbie. Someone Oh yeah, speaking of Barbie. It's Rhea Barbie's Perlman. mom. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby's <laughs> Bobby's <laughs> Barbie's IRL mom. Yeah. God, Barbie's such a good movie. I love that movie. Anyway. Bury me with Barbie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna see. We will see. We certainly shall. In a whole week. All right, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We, as always, will be publishing episodes every Monday, so join us next time for the episode called The Return. Ominous. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and also on Instagram and Tumblr this time. Remember, at The Batch Pod. So if you like story and you like Star Wars, then tune in for the next episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Batch. Bye. Bye.